Save up to 35% on auto insurance with the experts at Golden West Insurance Services, conveniently located at Golden West Credit Union. We'll take care of you. Sunday night, in the debut of the 2019 NBA playoffs, the Rockets had a perfect launch behind the beard, James Harden. Austin Rivers playing a two-man game with Harden. Flips it up top to James. He's got his left foot forward. He'll take a step back. He'll hit. That's what you just can't allow. Jazz got it down to five for a blink of an eye. Rockets answered on a 9-0 run. House for three left side. And it's a 20-point whitewash. With a 30-point win in their back pocket, the Rockets are wondering how great they might be. The Jazz now look to try to replicate last year when Joe Ingles led the Jazz to a stunning upset. Donovan, left-hand dribble, teeth the defense, off balance, right-hander, short, got it back! Oh, Big champion, oh, oh my gosh! Oh. I've never seen anyone ever do that! 196, Donovan, crossover, in the lane, cross-court pass, Ingles from the left corner. Ow! Timeout! Mike D'Antoni, Utah 103, Rockets 96. From downtown Houston, it's game two of the first round of the NBA playoffs, Jazz and the Rockets. Tip-off is now. I think, David, the obvious thing for us to be watching here in this ballgame is going to be defensively with James Harden and the adjustment that the Jazz are going to, going to make to try to stop him. But in the meantime, they can't make the other teams better players better like they did in game one the interesting one about this is is for all the focus on the unique defense the jazz tried the issue is the jazz could not score against the rockets that, the rockets defended the jazz better than any team in the nba this year. that's the main thing there is if you the jazz turn it over on the first possession yeah that a flip pass to the wing to mitchell gets knocked out of bounds and here come the rockets in their red uniforms and james harden 36 points a game harden comes to the front court Picks up the dribble, gives to Capella. They'd like him to work later in the shot clock, and they're doing it here. Hand off to Chris Paul. Gets in the mid-range, floats it back out to Harden. Six on the clock. Now he jumps his backside, floats it to Capella for the dunk. Capella had seven dunks the other night, and they get one on the first possession of the game. Well, I just disagree with trailing from the backside on that. Late in the shot clock, they want to jump, prevent that three. Someone's got to get in Capella's legs. Here's... Gobert hands it off to Donovan, dribbles off his foot, squirts into the backcourt. Eric Gordon picks it up at the rim, lays it in, and Donovan commits a soft foul, grabbing him by the waist. Oh, an inauspicious beginning for the boys in blue. Donovan just really did the thing you're always told not to do, which is don't continue to your mistake. Exactly. I mean... Nice job there by Gordon. He raced and got in front of Donovan to slow him up. That way he had the inside track on getting the ball. And it's 5-0 Rockets as the Jazz have committed turnovers on their opening two possessions. Donovan, double stagger and a blocking foul on Chris Paul who tried to take a charge. Our officials tonight are Zach Zarba, generally thought of one of the best in the game. Tom Washington, a longtime veteran. And Tony Brown. Crowd didn't like that call. 5-0 Rockets. Rockets are the best team in the NBA in the first quarter. In fact, it's the best quarter by any team in the NBA. Here's Joe Ingles at the top. High pick and roll to the right side. Terminates. 
Swings to Ruby on the corner. He gets to the paint, throws it back out. Favors is wide open for the corner three. It's no good. Offensive rebound, Rubio. Dribbles to the free throw line. He fires and misses. 5-0. Harden front court. Harden step back. Got Rubio beat. Takes his time. Reads the seams. Fires the three and misses. So it's no good. I mean, all of that shaking and baking. If you don't knock down the shot, Rubio is about five yards away. Favors another corner three. No good. Rebound, Gobert. Slides to Derrick. He'll dunk. Not sure the Favors corner three is the desired offense. Derrick, the worst three-point shooter in the NBA. Well, 21, about 22% last season. Nobody shoots it less well than has shot as many as he has, unfortunately. 5-2. Foul on Ingles up top, trying to get through a pick and roll, guarding Chris Paul. So Ingles is on Chris Paul. Rubio is on Harden. Donovan is guarding Eric Gordon. Derek Favors is guarding P.J. Tucker. And Capella is the center. They On the left inbound passes, they always go to Chris Paul. On the right inbound passes, they go to James Harden. Here they go to Paul. They deny it. Back up top to Harden. Five on the clock. They get him off the three-point line. He drives, floats, and scores over Gobert. Seven to two. 14 of his 29 points in game one was in the paint. Donovan, high pick and roll off of Gilbert. Pick gets to the free throw line, pulls for the jumper and hits. Seven to four. That's the one he needs to shoot, David. Right there. Chris Paul, transition quick three off the backside. No good. Chris Paul's field goal percentage, three-point percentage, rim percentage, all dropped this year. Donovan, uh, into the rhythm three straight away. Too hard off the handle. Rebound comes out high to Harden. Here they come in transition. Harden crossing over on Rubio. Hesitates. Dances. Steps back. Left hand. White socks pulled up halfway. Step back three. No good. Gobert taps the rebound. Capella out hustles. And then knocked away to Favors. And by far, Derek Favors has had great games against the Houston Rockets. A game where Gobert was ejected early this year. On the foul on the tip. And then shortly thereafter ejected. Derek good. led the way. Here comes Donovan. Left hand drive at Harden to the basket. Throws it away. Turnover. Favors left the area. Fast break the other way. Cross-court pass to Gordon. Deep three right side. Good. 10-4 Rockets. They the NBA's sco- best first quarter team looks it right now. Yeah, they have scored on every turnover the Jazz have had. And the Jazz have had a few. Gobert top of the key to Ingles right side. Guarded by Harden. They switch as they often do. Gobert trying to go in the post. Can't get free. Ingles drives into Harden, terminates, bounces a pass in traffic, and another turnover. Fast break the other way. Eric Gordon to the window, lays it up and in. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. The Jazz simply couldn't have started worse. 12-4 Rockets, timeout on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. I feel like our pace can pick up a lot, put pressure on these guys. When we turn them over, obviously convert on that. We didn't convert at a high level, and they did. When we turn the ball over, they converted on us. So I feel like our, our pace to the game and our energy to the game on the offensive end can pick up a lot. It'll help us out with a lot of easy buckets, a lot of good looks, and get some get some momentum on the offensive end. Defensively, I just feel like we got to make it a little more tougher on James. A lot of guys will get the, get the matchup against him, and we all have to do our part. Different things that I've seen that I feel like I can you know, take advantage of, whether it's handling the ball or being off the ball. I'm going to make some adjustments but the biggest thing for me is being able to find the open man once you do that it opens everything up that is your jazz sound flash brought to you by new skin new skin proud sponsor of the utah jazz discover the best you rod the jazz really just looks shell shocked what 
what has happened offensively, and what are they? What is the inability of them? For anytime you don't take care of the basketball, and, and it, it's and you're giving up transition points. I mean, this team is very good at scoring off uh, off turnovers. Very good at getting ahead of the defense, and, and so to take care of the basketball. I mean, this would be a priority, especially early in the ball game. Keep teams like the Houston Rockets from getting off of that great that, that great start that they're in. Donovan Mitchell very critical of himself for five turnovers and no assists after game one in the postgame podium, but he has two turnovers already and no assists. Jay Crowder comes in for Derek Favors immediately. Rubio tries a tough backdoor cut to Mitchell for a pass. It's kicked by Chris Paul. And, and there was a, a margin of error there with the, the kind of play that they came out with because that pass had to be perfect, first of all. Rubio to inbound to Donovan. Jazz leading scorer. Did not have a great game one. Drives left side. Capella switches to him. Gets all the way to the window. Sits on the rim and falls in. 12-6. Jazz game plan originally offensively, Ron, was to make Clint Capella really have to do a lot of defensive foot moving. They didn't make him do it that much in game one. Well, that play there, Donovan really took him to the basket. Harding gets a step back and hits. And that's what the Jazz tried to avoid. All game the other day with their radical defense, and the minute they abandon it in the first half-court set, and he dances into that three. Crowder, right side three, one for seven. Yesterday, last game, hits this one on the right side, and it's 15 to nine. Here's Harden again. Gets into his rhythm, starts dancing. Now penetrates, kicks to the corner. Tucker for three, good. He is artificial intelligence. Well... Now that was the rotation that the Jazz wanted. Donovan. Rubio penetrates, lobs it to Gobert. He couldn't get up. That's because he was held and fouled. Is that going to be on Capella? The last possession to James Harden starts into his dance. Rubio's slow to close on him, so he gets his step back. This time he gets into his dance. So now at that point, Rubio's forcing him off the three into the drive, and he hits Tucker for the wide open three. It's just. One of the great offenses the game has ever seen. Well, he's just can figure it out. I mean, Dan Tony said that many, many times that, you know, he doesn't really tell him what to do. He figures it out. Donovan at the top. Guarded by Eric Gordon. Retreats out. Late in the clock. Going to go one-on-one. Four on the clock. Feeds to Rubio. Open three left side. Hits uh, glass, no iron. Open three for Ricky Rubio. No good. Jazz. Crowder and Rubio are combined one of seven on open threes the other night. Pick up points too high. Here comes Harden. Ingles up on him. Now he straightens him up. He crosses him over. Ingles jumps to his outside shoulder. He penetrates. Leaves it behind for House for three. Got it. James Harden is just an architect. And he's building every possession exactly how he wishes. 21 to 9. Donovan at the top. Donovan drives. Donovan puts it up off the glass too hard. Rebound tapped. Punched out by Gobert to Crowder. Kicks to the corner. Donovan. Catch and shoot. Open corner three. No good. Rebound to Capella. Here come the Rockets up by 12 already. We played halfway through the first quarter. Harden right side. He's got it flowing. He'll fire the three. Nobody's fouled for three. And everything the Jazz wanted to avoid in game one as they change their defense is now happening in game two. And it just shows how awesome James Harden is. And Donovan's hands in the cookie jar, not palms up. 
like they were in game one, and he picks up his second foul very early. It was very easy for everyone to criticize what was a radical defense against James Harden in game one, and admittedly, it did not really work the way the Jazz coaches wanted. But the fact is, Ron, there's not a defense that has worked against James Harden, and we're seeing here in the opening six minutes, you go to something more conventional, he is torching them right now. Yeah, that's not just the Jazz. I mean, every team in the NBA, you average 36 points a ball game. That's telling you that. 36 points and eight assists. Yeah. I mean, I know eight's not a round number for some people's liking, but I'll take it. Hey, he's averaged 33 against the Jazz. Harden has seven points, four assists. He's created 11 points on those assists. He has seven points already, so he's created 18 points of the 23, make it 24. And the Rockets lead it 24 to nine. Holy smokes. Rubio comes off a double stagger left to right. Flares to Ingles, they close quickly. O'Neal's wide open left corner, no good for a wide open three. And the rebound comes down to Clint Capella. Hard in the open court, you can see he's got it flowing tonight. He stutter steps to the left, he backs it back out, through the legs twice, on his tippy toes, dancing, playing, stepping back, firing, hitting! Oh, he's unbelievable! He's just an absolute maestro tonight. And that was some pretty good defense there by Rubio. O'Neal penetrates, kicks to the right side to Rubio. To the dotted line, fades and hits, Ricky Rubio. And there's the offense that I'm talking about there, David. Royce O'Neal does a very good job when he comes in the ball game of dribbling, getting the ball in the paint. What's going on with James Harden? James Harden is bent over. And they just had to take a timeout. I don't know. He's going to the score. He's at the scores table. He's not gone back to the bench. Holding on Keith Jones, their longtime trainer. He reached in and took a shot from Joe Ingles' elbow to the neck. And is seen to be gasping for air. Timeout on the floor. Rockets 27, Jazz 11 on the Jazz Radio Network. After a 30-point blowout in game one, the question around the Houston Rockets is, are they better than they were a year ago? For the Jazz, though, they'd like to replicate what happened last year in game two in Houston. An unguardable James Harden has led the Rockets to a 27-11 lead. And right now, fans in Oakland, California are shuddering. Fans in Salt Lake City are covering their eyes and fans in Houston are in awe of their hero, number 13, James Harden. He has been truly remarkable. Uh, this team is, for the most part, David, has been rebuilt, you think? You got House, you got Rivers, Gary Clark. I mean, these are guys that were not on the team earlier in the year. And they're shooters. Austin Rivers comes in. The decision-making of Harden just blows my mind. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And that's why I say that. Harden comes to get it here. Left-hand dribble into the paint. Floats it. Misses. Rebound Harden. Goes back up over Gobert. Draws the foul and scores. And he will go to the free throw line on the foul. He will now take more free throws at the 4.56 mark of the first quarter than he took in game one. And that foul going to be on Crowder. Wow. Harden now with 13. 
13 points. He's created 11 assists. He now has created, with a 14th field goal, he's now created 25 of the Rockets' 30 points. They lead 30 to 11. 4.50 left in the first quarter. Rubio, right side drives, cut off by House. Hooks it to O'Neal, penetrates to the paint, gets to the window, lays it up and in. Royce O'Neal breaking the paint for the Jazz tonight. And that's what he does better probably than anyone, especially against the Rockets right now. 30 to 13. Harden at the top. Comes off a pick, Ingles switches to him. He gets to the right side. He hesitates, he steps back for his third step back of the night, and he hits. That defense the other night, Ron, looked ridiculous, and it now looks brilliant. Yeah. Rubio lobs to Gobert for a dunk. I tell you, that defense by Joe Ingles, that wasn't bad No, you can't guard him. If you, you don't get you literally have to jump on his outside shoulder to prevent that step back. He has more step backs now in the first quarter than he had the entire night. And Cross court pass stolen by Rubio. Rubio right hand drive, tripped, falls, throws into the basket, and he'll get two free throws maybe. I don't know if they'll give him free throws. They'll make him take it out on the side. No, they're in the paint. That lob to Rudy Gobert, Ricky Rubio's pass to Laney Rudd on the all-time Jazz assist. Playoff assist record. There's a name from the Just past. Only because it's fun to say Delaney Rudd. Delaney Rudd. Rubio makes the free throw. It's now Harden 17, Jazz 16. Delaney Rudd was representing players over in Europe there for a while, wasn't he? And the second free throw is good, 33-17. So Harden 17, Jazz 17. Rest of the Rockets 16. Harden's created 11 of those 16. Austin Rivers to the front court. He drives, he gets to the window, he misses. Rebound comes to Gobert, nice defense by Rudy. Ingles to the front court. Ingles bounces to Rubio, he's left unguarded, wide open for the left side for three, no good. Rubio has not hit wide open threes in the second half of the season this year like he did a year ago. Harden, dancing, driving, floating, short. Rebound tip, grabbed by Rubio. Royce O'Neal stayed in front of him. Cross court, Ingles, wide open three, no good. Rebound for Reed. Jazz have been 22 of 100 on above the break threes against the Rockets this year. They're one of nine shooting threes overall. Harden, step back, missed one. Rebound to Gobert. Harden might be tired at this point. He's five of 10, has 17 points, three rebounds and four assists. Right side, Crowder. Guarded by P.J. Tucker, top to Ingles. Comes off a pick, goes nowhere, back to Crowder. 10 on the shot clock, he bricks a three. One of 10 and they're not close. James Harden averaged 37 minutes a game during the course of the year. Ingles at the top, or now Harden at the top. Guarded by Rubio, he's straight on it. Harden puts his left shoulder into him. Drives with his right hand, into Gobert, kicks to Rivers, open three, no good. Rebound Crowder. That might be your only defense. They've made a nice change there. It's not the rotation the Jazz expected, but maybe that's what the Jazz have to hope. Pass down low to Rubio, to Gobert, and he's fouled by Rivers. Ingles with the pass. The Jazz open three-point shooting. Ingles for the year, pretty good, 42%, just missed one. Crowder was just 33 of his last 107. He had one missed one. 
Rubio was just 12 of his last 45 to close the season. He just missed one. Donovan, who was 50%, has missed one tonight. So the Jasmine getting good threes, just not making them. One of 10 from three, down 33-17. Howell Neto comes in. Comes off a Gobert pick, gets immediately in the lane, kicks to Crowder, wide open corner three. No good, and the rebound out of bounds off the Rockets. Jay Crowder finished the year 33 of 107 on wide open threes. That's 30%, and he is not hitting him in the playoffs yet. He made 173 of them. Inbound to Gobert. He's underneath the rim. The defense slides by, and Gobert dunks. Nice play. All right, Jazz have cut it to 14. They're 8 of 9 on twos, 1 of 11 on threes. And getting into the paint now. Harden takes a rest. Chris Paul will lead the offense, and Neto reaches in on a foul on the floor. Now this is where the Rockets become so great, because this year, when Chris Paul's been on the floor without James Harden, they're plus 10. And the Jazz were in the penalty, so Chris Paul will go to the free throw line. Game one, where were the defenders' hands? Out. Out and up. Fingers straight up. That way they can't not come underneath your arm. And already twice... The Rockets have been able to draw fouls because you're sticking your hand in there. Chris Paul had 41 in game five of the series last year. Makes both free throws. 35-19 Rockets. He was only 42% from the field this year. Here's Corver. 4-3. Air ball. Oh, my gosh. Is that? I feel like we're at a fun house, and the, and the Jazz are shooting it like a fun house basket where the rim is moving. Can't blame Chris it on the... On Chris the, Paul fires a three to the rim that seems to be sitting still. No good. There was no win today, so... No, it doesn't seem to be. 35-19. Royce O'Neal drives, turns it over. Daniel House, fast break the other way. Crowder fouls him. An inauspicious beginning for the Utah Jazz in the first quarter. Really, nothing has gone right, and the Rockets showing every bit of the championship team they've been talked about. Daryl Bailey joins us now, and Big T, I have no idea what I'm going to ask you to add on to this. Uh, I don't really either. I mean, you guys are seeing what I'm seeing. I think the Jazz, uh, that last few series on defense, doing a nice job, but they're getting wide open shots, especially in that, that deep corner there, and they cannot knock them down, and, and hopefully that tie will turn. But I, I've seen some really good defense uh, in that one period, so let's see if they can just keep changing it up on, on Harden. The crazy one for the Jazz, the Jazz now, Ron and Thurl tonight, are one of six on above-the-break threes. So they are now 23 of 106 against the Rockets this year on above-the-break threes. What is it that the Rockets do that make it so that you are not in rhythm to shoot threes? Because Or are they just unusually lucky? Cephalosha, wide-open corner three, no good. Offense rebound favors to a cutting Cephalosha. Left side to Neto. Drives on Paul to the window. Too hard with the layup, and the rebound comes to Fareed. 36-19. Rockets a minute to play in the quarter. Green's pass knocked away by Corver, but Green recovers. Green now lines up Corver through the leg. Steps into a three. Foul. They'll get three free throws. Well, I think in answer to your question, D, uh, a lot of times the Rockets like to hurry the Jazz, which doesn't allow them to get in a particular rhythm. You know, we like seeing the Jazz when that ball's moving and the blender's going, but the Rockets are kind of taking them out of that that uh, that blender as long as they, the Jazz want to, to run it, and then they're hurrying them on, on some of their threes. 
First free throw of three from Green is good. The Rockets are the second best team in the NBA defending the three this year. And they have scored 37 points. We fouled two three-point shooters of three. This is really as bad a quarter as the Jazz have had all season. Other than maybe the Indiana game or the Dallas fourth quarter. But in this setting, this is this is a bit stunning. Both the fact that the Rockets just took it to him and how off the Jazz have been. Neto driving to the window, misses the layup. Too hard, and the rebound goes off the Rockets. 36 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz will have the ball. Rockets have scored 39 points in the quarter against the league's number one defense. There. Scoring at will. Corver steps to the right side. Gerald Green blocks the three. Paul on the run. Paul to the front court. Paul to the window. Kicks to Green and dropped the pass out of bounds. Yeah, Green had got very deep in the corner there. And Chris Paul couldn't find it. Donovan checked back in for the final possession of the quarter. Jazz are 8 of 25 shooting, 1 of 13. From three. First quarter the other night wasn't that much better. The Jazz did shoot 8 of 15, but they were 1 of 14 from three, but they had six turnovers. And trailed it 31-24, but that's much better than this. Donovan forced to his left hand, drives to the basket, bounces to Cephalosha, turns it over. Bounce pass went out of bounds. Donovan Mitchell now has eight turnovers and no assists in the tur- in the series. This is a really bad matchup. This is worse than I thought the matchup was. Chris Paul, three ball at the horn is short. And the Rockets in a dominating, really nearly perfect first quarter. Go to the bench with a 20-point advantage. 39-19 on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Ingles drives into Harden, terminates, bounces a pass in traffic and another turnover. Fast break the other way. Eric Gordon to the window, lays it up and in. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. The Jazz simply couldn't have started worse. 12-4 Rockets. Inbound to Gobert, he's underneath the rim. The defense slides by and Gobert dunks. Nice play. All right, Jazz have cut it to 14. They're eight of nine on twos, one of 11 on threes. And getting into the paint now. Harden at the top. Comes off a pick, Ingles switches to him. He gets to the right side. He hesitates, he steps back for his third step back of the night, and he hits. That defense the other night, Ron, looked ridiculous, and it now looks brilliant. Yeah. Those are probably two hyperbolic statements on my part, but that was a hyperbolic first quarter. 39-19 Rockets lead it at the end of one. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why they developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer experience. Promise Price 
Come experience our commitment to promise price at either location or start your purchase online at markmillersuper.com. We know you'll love the experience. Chris Paul, top to Kenneth Faridu. They acquired from Brooklyn midway through the season. Right side to Eric Gordon. Gordon chested to Green. Green, a catch and shoot, line drive three, no good. Rebound, Cephalosha. Jazz come out with Mitchell, Ingles, O'Neal, Cephalosha, and Favors. Royce, right side to Tabo. And the offense stagnates for a minute as Tabo retreats. Chess it left side to Donovan. He attacks Gordon in a foul. Ron, what are your thoughts heading into the second quarter? What changes stems the tide a little bit? We've seen 20-point comebacks in the playoffs. What happens to happen here? Well, number one thing here is the Jazz are one for 13 in the three-point line. you got to make a couple of threes. If you're going to get them, you got to make them. you got to shoot at least 50% from this point on. Rockets offensive rating in the first quarter was a 143. The Jazz was a 69. Donovan driving into traffic. Blocked by Fareed. Picked up by Favors, and he'll dunk it. Donovan Mitchell's been forcing the action, trying to get something going for the Jazz. He's two of six shooting with three turnovers and no assists. Eric Gordon drives to the basket. Body bump by Favors. No whistle. The ball comes up loose. Favors got hit on the side. Cephalosha driving on Chris Paul. Leaves behind for O'Neal. Free throw line, Favors. Holds over his head, takes one dribble, tosses to Mitchell, and the offense stops for a second. And that's the signature of the Jazz against the Rockets. The offense stops at times. Now Donovan going one-on-one on House. Misses a three badly. And the Jazz move to one of 14. Chris Paul right side to Gordon. Trailing three. Good. Doubled up on the Jazz. The Rockets 42. The Jazz 21. 10.34 left. First half. Donovan works to the right side. Stops. Retreats with the dribble. No one's moving. Picked by Favors. Right side O'Neal. Buckets for three. Got it. Ron, that stop, that stop is what the Rockets do to you. Exactly. You stop. Now the defense gets the chance to reset. And if you're in the short clock, it makes it difficult to score. Chris Paul splits a double team. Prances out to the left corner. He's got favors on him. Blows by him. Lobs it up high. Fareed to dunk. Missed it. Rebound comes down to O'Neal. O'Neal Chester left side to Donovan. Driving on his buddy Chris Paul. Right hand floater. No. Favors back up and in. You have to offensive rebound against the Rockets. If you don't, they don't lose. When they're over 80% offensive rebounding rate, they're 16-0. 42-16, Chris Paul, very spry the other night. People here said it was the most energy they've seen him have all year. Has it on the left side with his pink and black shoes. He works under the pick and roll, his traditional move. Favors jumps out to him. Eric Gordon breaks Joe Ingles' ankle, steps back, misses the three. Boy, both Ingles and Rubio are lucky they're not on highlight films because they missed shots tonight. Yeah, you got to validate. You're going to make a move like that. Just to be. Royce O'Neal penetrates to the window. Scores. Timeout. Mike D'Antoni, Jazz cut it to 14. On a 7-0 run, Royce O'Neal playing great. Timeout. Rockets by 14 on the Jazz Radio Network. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. Here we go, buckle up. 95 all. Jazz don't call a timeout. Joe Johnson comes to the front court. Joe Johnson front court. Gets a pick from Ingles. Seven seconds left. Tie game. Johnson between the legs on a triple drive. Working Jamal Crawford. Five seconds left. Joe Johnson with four. Three seconds. Johnson with two. Drives in. Puts it up for the win. Yeah! 
winning game one against Chris Paul and the LA Clippers. 40 years of Jazz basketball. Jazz have played Chris Paul in each of the last three years in the playoffs. Seen him an awful lot. Ford donated $50 for every slam dunk this year to your local Ford, from your local Ford stores to the Utah Food Bank. Thank you to Ford. Ford, go further. Saw the Rockets draw fouls on two three-pointers, Ron, in the first quarter. They drew fouls on 127 three-pointers this year. Philadelphia was second at 65, two times more than any other team. Harden had 95, Philadelphia had 65. Popular and as often as that shot is taken, not too many of those get blocked, David. Harden's back in the game. He gets it from P.J. Tucker, double stagger, working left, right to left. Now straightens up, isolation on O'Neal. Royce body bumps him, he drives over, favors blocked by Derek. Rebound comes down to Tabo. Great defense, exactly as the Jazz want. Rubio through the lane, Rubio to the window, blocked and misses the layup. Fast break and coming back for Harden. Harden stops outside the three-point line, favors on a mismatch, lobs to Capella because nobody's there, slam dunk. Derek got cat on an island in transition. And that's what I was wondering this morning. Does everyone know what to do when they get caught guarding? Cephalos through the window, Capella slots it into the front row. When they get caught guarding someone out of their area, and that time Derek Favors gets on Capella. James Harden, so he would expect someone to know his position. 8.23 left. Favors bobbles the ball top of the key, tries to hand it to Derek. It just, excuse me, to Donovan. Just gets taken away. Too much traffic. Another turnover. Here comes James. Drives with the right hand. Favors meets him. Kicks to the corner to Tucker. Nice rotation. Top to Gordon. Deep three. No good. Rebound Favors. Eric Gordon's having quite a night already. He's got 11 points on 407. Donovan, open court. Gets it knocked away again by Chris Paul, one of the all-time steals leaders. Well, he had 200 postseason steals. Well, he's led the league in steals six different times. Another handoff blown up. Favors turning it over again. This time trying to get to Rubio. Chris Paul with another steal. Chris Paul brings the left-hand dribble, turns the corner, gets in the lane, dives into O'Neal, flips it up under the rim and over. 46-28, Rockets by 18 with 7.38 left here in the second quarter. Donovan veers over to the left side wearing his new spider shoes. He takes a right-hand dribble to the right elbow, kicks the top Cephalosha, penetrates into the red paint, over to O'Neal for a corner three, it's good. Getting into the paint twice on one possession, then kicking to O'Neal for three. Royce has got 10. 46-31, Rockets, Chris Paul working the top, Harden taking the possessions off. Paul goes in and out of his own legs, now retreats out. A little showtime's got Favors on him. Favors favoring him to his left hand. He tries to get back to his right into Favors' body and a foul on Favors. Rockets 46, Jazz 31. If you're just tuning in, James Harden's first quarter, 17 points, four rebounds, four assists. And the Jazz shot one of 14 from three. Austin Rivers will take Chris Paul's spot. Chris Paul, four points, two assists in 12 minutes. Rockets 46, Jazz 31, seven minutes to play second quarter. Here's Harden, started by Rubio, up tight on his body, jabbing with the left foot, now brings the left foot back. Now it's forward, puts a right hand dribble down, steps back for another three, hits it. 
third step back of the night. As many as he had, four step back of the night. Same amount he had in all game last game. Cephalosha penetrates, attacks Capella, falls to the ground, loses the ball, favors follow shot, no good, rebound, comes down. Clint Capella dominating at the rim right now. Rockets by 18, Harden through the leg, starts to the left hand, goes back to the right, fires the three, fouled and banked it in! Fouled and banked it in! He's in another time, another place, and another zone tonight. He's just been there all year. And there's that bump again, David, that players get away with. He bumps, puts Tabo back two or three steps, and then Tabo trying to recover. Free throws no good. He's human. He's got only 23 points now. And he has four, five assists. 52-31. Donovan works to the right side. Chester Rubio down low. Favors slides by Tucker and lays it up and in. And like I said, Derek Favors has had probably the best games against the Houston Rockets. Six points, nine rebounds for Derek. Harden right side. They're doubling him now. What can you do about Derek Favors checks out. He's been great. And Rudy Gobert checks back in. 6.05 left. Derek has played 11 minutes so far. Inbound to Capella. Hand to Harden. He's fouled by Cephalosha, and then he gets the handoff. It's really incredible, Ron. The defense last the other night on Harden, it seemed ridiculous. Right? It seems strange. Or I don't know if ridiculous is the right word, but it seemed really strange. You're guarding a guy from behind. Like, right? It just, it makes more sense tonight when you suddenly watch him regularly. Driving, kicking to the corner is Harden. Tucker for a corner three. It's good. They're at a different, they're on a different level. 55-33. Cephalosha. Ball fakes a corner three. Gives it to Rubio. Gets it back. Attacks Capella again. Rotates to Ingles, over to Donovan. Wide open three, nope. The Utah Jazz are three of 17 from three. Here comes Harden, chesting ahead to Capella in traffic, turnover, tried one too many. Artificial intelligence says fail. Rubio, lobbing, turnover. Picked up by Harden. Coming to the front court, gives to Eric Gordon. Layup, good. Rockets by 24. 57-33. Five minutes to play in the first half. Joe Ingles left side, stymied. Everyone standing still, no movement at all. Back up to Donovan, no movement, one-on-one. Pull up three, got it. This doesn't resemble the Jazz team we have seen at all this year. It really doesn't, it really doesn't. No, No ball movement at all. Here's Harden, bounces to Gordon. He pulls for a three, it's an air ball. What's, Ron, who's the best player you ever played with? Played with? Yeah. Kareem. Magic. What's it like? Makes your job easier. I mean, what's the confidence that these guys have because they're on the court? Oh, they're the best on the floor. I mean, there's nothing they think they can't do. Rubio off. Especially when you get it going, Dave. Rubio off a go bear pick, gets in the lane, draws the foul. 
I mean, when you're playing with a guy who's doing this, like, so Kareem Skyhook can't miss. Right. You're just, you're just rolling. Like, yeah. you're just easy. Well, your fun. confidence builds as well. And when you have guys, say, like Magic in a case like this, who makes plays, makes your job a lot easier. He kind of is a passer like Magic with an offensive game like George Gervin. I don't know. Ingles step back, Curry, no good. Here comes James Harden with his white tights farther down than his red shorts. He swings it left side to Chris Paul. Paul takes it off a Capella pick, weaves into the lane, circles back out. Ball's dribbling him a bit. Now he recollects, has Ingles one-on-one, through the wickets twice, drives the left hand, kicks a pass to the corner. It's stolen by Crowder, picked up by Rubio. Fast break the other way. Rubio finds Donovan. He'll dunk. 57-38, Jazz down by 19. Right wing Tucker, that's not where he shoots from. Hands to Rivers, he likes to go one-on-one as well. Looks to Harden, Harden says, no, you can have this possession. So he works off a Harden pick, now bounces to Harden. Two on the shot clock, has gotta take a three, missed it. Rebound comes down to Crowder. 57-39, 38, excuse me. Donovan, off balance, mid-range shot, left side, no good, rebound Harden. Here he comes with the beard perfectly groomed. He crosses over on Rubio, beats in the lane, no look past to Capella who travels. He's gonna say he was pushed. Is that gonna be by Donovan? That's gonna be on the three. Well, oh, he got pushed. That Rudy Gobert? Now on Gobert instead of Donovan. Good. Rockets are plus 21 when Harden's on the floor tonight. They're plus 19 for the game. Here's Rivers, left-hand dribble, chest it to Tucker, doesn't usually take the above the break three, and he hits. Maybe Rockets he doesn't. are 11 of 22 from three. They've taken 22 of their 37 shots from three. Well, maybe he doesn't take it in the game, but he does practice it because I watched him before the ball game. Nothing about tonight looks like the Utah Jazz. The Jazz don't allow threes. The Rockets have taken 22 of 37 shots from threes. The Jazz usually move the ball. It's unfortunate. 60 to 38. Rockets by 22 on the Jazz Radio Network. I think what they've gone through throughout the course of the year, the identity that they formed last year as a group, they have that. But anytime a group is together for a longer period of time, when you get CP and James having played together for the second year, and you add three, we've got guys like House and Rivers that contribute. They play in many respects the same way, but they've seen more as far as how people have tried to guard them. So they're more prepared just with nuances and they're more connected in certain situations. Just been a really tough start for the Utah Jazz. Stunningly. 60 to 38 is the score. Ron, more stunning how much the Jazz don't look like the Jazz or how great the Rockets have been? I think probably a little bit of both because we've seen what the Jazz are capable of doing. We've seen what it's like when they're able to get the ball moving and, 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 and breaking the paint. And then you have to be very, very impressed with the Rockets collectively. We, I know we talk about Harden a lot. But, boy, collectively, they have a very balanced team for, for the style of play that they use. I have a feeling the question I asked Mike D'Antoni in the pregame is going to get a lot of play tonight. 
Are you better than you were a year ago as Donovan misses a three? Donovan is four of 13, turnover by the Rockets. Fast break for the Jazz, two on one. Ingles to the window, layup good. 60 to 40 now. But I asked Mike D'Antoni, are you better than you are a year, were a year ago? And he basically said yes. Penetration, kick to the corner, P.J. Tucker for three, good. And P.J. Tucker has his fourth three. And the Jazz, who usually deny three-point shots, the Rockets have taken 23 threes of their 38 shots. Rubio driving, reverse side layup is good. 63-42. Well, they have guys that just run to the corner. Look where Tucker's at right now. Didn't look at Gord. Mike D'Antoni changed the NBA with spacing when he took over the Phoenix Suns. Eric Gordon jab steps at Mitchell, forces up a three, no good. Long rebound out to Capella, stolen by Ingles. Joe in the navy blue uniforms with number two on his back gives to Rubio. Rubio pulls up at the right elbow and misses the jump shot. The rebound comes down to Gobert in the amongst of four guys, forces it back up and draws the foul. All you can do in ball games like this is keep grinding, keep playing hard. At Constant what point total. does Quinn start trying to find fiddle and try to find things? Can he start experimenting for the next ball game? That might work for game three. I mean, you're down 20. You'd like to still stay in this one, obviously. But well, probably the fourth quarter. Um, and again, you just just keep grinding. Maybe the. The Houston Rockets go just as cold as they've been hot, you know. Free throws are good, 63-44. Chris Paul left side, swings through on Royce O'Neal and draws a foul. And he gets to the free throw line. He only does that swing through when he knows he's in the penalty. So crafty. Here comes Paul to the line, the nine-time All-Star, healthier than he's been at any point all season. How much are the Rockets a better team because these two guys have played together for a year? Yeah, if you notice, Chris Paul is label a point guard but it's James Harden who runs the offense. Well the key thing is that they're now good when Harden goes off the floor which three years ago they were not. We're not absolutely. 115 left in the half it's 65-44 Donovan big steps to the basket Capella blocks it Gobert gets it back Capella blocks that oh my gosh he was on a pogo stick here comes Chris Paul, weaving to the front court, kicking to the corner. Tucker for three, no good. Capella back tap out to Gordon. Deep three for Gordon, good. This building's gonna blow up. The roof's gonna come off the house here. They've had so much to cheer for. 68-44, they are great right now. Just great. And the Jazz are shell-shocked. Donovan works the left side, nowhere to go. The offense is just standing still. Donovan drives into two guys, throws the corner. Rubio rotates, O'Neal's open for three, misses it. Gobert tries to tap the rebound, can't get it. Harden has it, 28 seconds, driving through the lane, to the window, lays it up and in, James Harden. 
25 for Harden, 70 for the Rockets. Un- unthinkable first half for the Utah Jazz. Yeah, this is the crowd comes to their feet in admiration of one of the great performances this season. Donovan, left side, six, driving it hard, in the lane, cross court to Rubio, rotates to O'Neal, over to Crowder, wide open three, no good. Rebound tapped by Gobert, no horn sounds in the first half that every Jazz fan would like to forget, that every Rocket fan will use on their resume to show they can beat the Warriors, is in the books. Houston, 70, Jazz, 44, on the Jazz Radio Network. After a 30-point blowout in game one, the question around the Houston Rockets is, are they better than they were a year ago? For the Jazz, though, they'd like to replicate what happened last year in game two in Houston. Well, the answer so far to that question has been absolutely, positively yes. The Rockets might be better than they were a year ago. And absolutely, positively no for the Jazz to replicate the upset win they had here last year. The Jazz trail 70 to 44. They were outscored 39 to 19 in the first quarter. The Rockets are 13 of 26. The Jazz are from three, the Jazz are four of 22. And that is only part of the story, but it is worth noting that in every playoff game but one this year, the team that hit the most threes has won. James Harden has been absolutely masterful. Lynn Capella hands to Chris Paul. Bounced a back-cutting James Harden who decides to give an extra dish over to Capella. Left side, Tucker drives. Floats it up in traffic. Knocked away by Gobert. Picked up by Favors. The Jazz. James Harden actually had what to me looked like a wide-open layup there and didn't take it. I don't know if he's expecting Rudy to challenge the shot. Ricky Rubio penetrates, draws a foul right away. This one on Harden. All right, the Jazz are down 26 with 24 to play. My rule is you always want to be within as many points as there are minutes left. We're on the wrong side of that, and it's halftime. That's not great. Ingles has been quiet. One of three shooting to Rubio inside over the top of the rim and in. Joe Ingles, so vital to the Jazz offense, Ron, just one of three, and he was very quiet last night or the first game of this series as well until later in the game. And usually, David, when he's not scoring, he's getting you assists, maybe a few rebounds. He's doing some positive things in other areas, but you know, right now it's not looking good at all. Eric Gordon penetrates, gets the dotted line, flares it out to the wing to Tucker. It's knocked away, but Tucker recovers, puts up a floater and in. In the first half of the game the other night, Joe Ingles was 0 for 2. Tonight, he's 1 for 3. So in the first half of the two games, Joe is 1 for 5 with 3 assists. He's a pretty vital cog for the Jazz to not have any impact. Gobert gets at the top of the key and just drives down the lane and draws the foul. Really surprised Capella. Capella, who was playing about 3 feet off of him, trying to make sure that Donovan... Did not turn the corner. Donovan Mitchell, also vitally important to Jazz in the two first halves, is 7 of 24 shooting. 
and two of nine from three. He finally got some assists, he got four. The Jazz in the first half of the two games have been outscored by 39 points. 15 in the last one, 26 tonight. 39 points. The Jazz have been outscored. Harden driving by Favors. Favors blocks it at the rim. 72-46. Right side, Ingles. Swings it back to Gobert. Quickly into Favors in the post. Favors got Harden on him. He drives the baseline. Reverse side layup. Good. Nice play by Derrick. Derrick may be the highlight so far tonight. He and Royce O'Neal. 72-48. Chris Paul snaking in the lane. Takes that fadeaway mid-range jumper and hits. 74-48. Jazz down 26 with 24 to play. With 22 to play. 52% in each quarter for the Rockets. Donovan off a pick from Gobert in the lane. Gets it stripped and stolen. Donovan's having a miserable playoff to start. Here's Harden left side. Harden goes through the legs. Takes the right-hand dribble in the lane. Passes it back out, but Donovan reads it and steals it. Chess ahead to Rubio. Cross court to Ingles. Right side corner three in transition is good. Joe Ingles puts it on the board. It's a little bit of early offense there. Is that what's needed? Let's see. Jazz have not been able to score in the half court on the Rockets all season long. Chris Paul in the lane, brings Gobert with him as he retreats back out. Turns his back, now calmly bounces it back and forth into a step back corner three, got it. Seventy-seven fifty-one. Rubio at the top off a Donovan pick. Now comes back off a Gobert pick to the right, runs into two defenders. Ingles is wide open again for a three, missed it. Jazz have, above the break threes have really been a problem against the Rockets this year. Chris Paul at the top with a 77-51 lead. He's on the right side with his back to the right sideline. He works in the mid-range. We have a whistle and a foul. It's going to be on Ingles trying to get off a pick. The Jazz above the break shooting, Ron, has gotten maybe a tad better. They have made three. But they've missed 11, so they're 3 of 14 tonight on above the break threes. Harden to the free throw line. Hangs in the air. Tries to pass to Capella. Capella wasn't ready for it. Turnover. Rubio on the run. Rubio steps through on Chris Paul. Lays it up and in. 77-53. Jazz down 24. Ricky Rubio with 8 points. 10 points now. Chris Paul calmly to the front court. Comes off a Capella pick. Works in the middle of the lane. Ball fakes Mitchell. Goes flying by. He waits calmly and hits the jumper on the right elbow. Donovan went by in a blur. You know, that high pick in the middle of the floor and then coming back across the grain. Chris Paul Chris and Paul. James Harden both are very good at it. Lob by Rubio. Down low to Gobert. Not high enough. It's stolen by Capella. Paul scored the last seven for the Rockets. James Harden drives into Ingles and a foul on Ingles. That's the third on Joe. Yeah, two of them coming here in this quarter. As of right now, not a lot for the Jazz to take back with them to Salt Lake City that they're going to build on. That would probably be as much of a goal as 
coming back from to make this game closer would be to try to find something you're doing right. Here's Chris Paul to the lane, attacking Gobert, laying it up, missing. Gobert punches it out, Crowder clears it. Chris Paul slips on a wet spot on the floor. Rubio will come to the front court, back in a half court set. The Jazz offense has often just got stagnant against the switching Rockets. Rubio drives into the teeth of defense to the window. Corkscrews his shoulder, misses, gets his own rebound, back up and in from four feet out. Gobert tapped it to him. 79-55, Jazz down 24. Chris Paul rocks it, now snakes under the pick and roll. Jump stops with the dribble still alive and Rubio sneaks from behind and knocks it away. Steal by Rubio, fast break, Jazz. Here comes Ingles to the window, lays it up and in. How about play that? play by Ricky Rubio. Chris Paul by surprise comes up with a steal. 22 point game. James Harden isolated on Ingles. He drives by him, gets to the window, floats it over, Gobert misses, gets his own rebound, lays it up and in. Eighty-one fifty-seven, twenty-five, twenty-seven. now for Harden. Rubio gets the dotted line, holds the dribble up high, goes down low to Gobert, in traffic, fouled and finishes. Nice play by Rudy Gobert with 6.20 left here in the third quarter. It's the Rockets 81 and the Jazz 59 on the Jazz Radio Network. Back to the hottest. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Donovan works to the right side. Stops, retreats with the dribble. No one's moving. Pick by Favors. Right side O'Neal. Buckets for three. Got it. As your player spotlight brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. Ron, the Jazz are still a below a point of possession offensively, which is where they've been often against the Rockets. And as much as they've gotten torched defensively tonight, if the Jazz cannot figure out how to score with some regularity, there's no way you're slowing down their deep offense enough. What do the Jazz need to do to start showing and gaining some confidence offensively? Well, you, first of all, they got to knock down the shots when they get them there. And, and I just think, David, again, they got to play with, with, with speed and pace and cut to the basket. This team is not a one-on-one team. They cannot beat you off the dribble. Even Donovan Mitchell struggling to get – Ricky Rubio has been the only player that's been able to get into the paint and, and make some shots. Royce O'Neal – has been able to drive to the basket a couple of times, but that's not the Jazz game. You got to do something positive in this game to take it back to Salt Lake City. Yeah, they're pretty shell shocked after that first quarter. Gobert completes the three-point play. It's 81 to 60. James Harden, who had just an incredible first quarter, steps back right side for a three, misses. Rebound comes down to Rubio. He is four of nine on step backs, which is right about what he is for the season. That's the incredible thing. That step back three is a 40% three-point shot. So that's 1.2 points per shot. Like, you cannot allow him to get that shot. But tonight he's got nine of them. Inbound to Mitchell for a three, and he hit it. Maybe important to get Donovan some confidence here. Jazz cut it to 19, 5.50 to play in the third quarter. Eric Gordon off a double stagger, left to 
right to left, then snakes back left to right all the way to the window, down low to Capella, three foot shots, no good. Rebound Crowder, Crowder spins out of traffic and it's fouled by Tucker. Jazz trailed this game early, 12 to four in the opening moments. They turned it over on four of their opening eight possessions. The Rockets scored on 10 of those 12 points. But the first quarter was about Harden. 17 points, four rebounds, four assists. He created, with those four assists, he created 11 points. And the Jazz were down 20. They were then down 26 by the half. Now they've cut it to 19. O'Neal, unguarded, wide open three, no good. They are not guarding all of the Jazz players. And the Jazz have yet to take advantage. They are five of 26 from three. Here's Harden, into the lane, cross court to Tucker. Right corner three, missed it. Rebounds tapped around, Capella punches it to the bold guy in the front row, he can't make the play. But it's a Jazz ball. I figured the bald guy in the row was gonna stand up and fire a three. Like I just thought everyone here shot threes. Rockets have taken 29 of their 53 shots as threes. Here's Harden, left side. Steps back with the left foot, now drives. Curls out, has Gobert on him. Jazz double him quickly, he loses control of it. Rubio with another steal. Ricky very active defensively. Ricky driving, fakes the pass, takes it to the window, misses the layup. Crowder's layup's no good. Gobert grabs the rebound. And Harden complaining to the official that Rubio fouled him on the steal. And by the way, Gobert was fouled. I don't think I said that. Like he was fouled there by the house. It was house. Uh, yes, it was. You are correct, Ron Boom. Ah. Harden has 27. He's quieted down a little bit. Jazz are in the bonus, the 452 mark. Those are the ways you start coming back. Gobert makes the free throw. Five of 25 from three tonight for the Utah Jazz. Three of those have been above the break threes. All of them on the right side of the floor. Jazz are four of 17 on above the break threes, Ron. They came in 22 of 100. It's pretty consistent. 7-0 run by the Jazz. 81-64. If you get it down to 10 or so, things can get interesting. Lob up top to Harden, right side, guarded by Rubio on his left shoulder. Now they force him to drive. He floats and scores. Short clock means nothing to him. 83-64. Rubio drives through the lane, kicks up top to O'Neal, top to Crowder. Crowder drives, puts up a right-hand floater short, gets his own rebound, puts it back up and in. Jazz down 83 to 66. Here comes Harden, he's got 29 points. He averaged 36 on the season. He's got a pick from House, now Rubio comes up to him. They get up into each other, Rubio's not gonna back down. Harden tries to shove off, Ricky's not taking any part of it. They didn't quite chest up on him, he looked away. Jazz are on a little 13 to four surge here. Rubio checks out. Ingles, O'Neal, Mitchell, Crowder, and Gobert. Kenneth Fareed in the game for the Rockets. And Donovan Mitchell's holding hard and he can't catch the ball. Point to the paint tonight. 
Utah 40, Rockets 26, somewhat of an irrelevant statistic. Both teams now in the bonus with four to play. Farid, who played for the Nuggets for a long time, was on the national team, gives it up top to Harden right side. Former Pac-10 player of the year. Step back three, no good. Rebound Farid. Kick out to House. Back up top to Harden. Harden's four of ten on step, five of ten on step backs. He drives the right hand, gets in the lane, lobs, dunk. That was incredible. He faked the pass as those going to the corner and then curled his hand back under the ball and reverse flipped it up to Farid for the dunk. Joe Ingles, right side three, no good. Ah, rebound, Harden rips it away from Crowder, comes to the front court, goes behind his back, now through his legs, now pulls for three, hits! He's something else. 22 point lead for the Rockets. Harden with 32, 10 and eight. Right side, Ingles, top to Donovan. Jabs twice, now crosses over. Steps back for a long two, short. Rebound, Fareed. The Manimal outlets to House. He's got Green on the left side, but House is gonna pull the trigger and miss. Rebound comes down to Crowder, 88-66. Jazz down 22. Crowder at the top with his bright red shoes. Driving on Mitchell, hands it off to Crowder, to Ingles. Ingles. Left-hand drive through the lane, hands to Gobert, blocked by Harden, who's second in the league in steals. Out to House, stepping by Crowder, and Crowder fouls him. Well, that surge that you thought the Jazz might be having is out the window. Houston putting on a show tonight. The league will be talking about whether the Rockets have become every bit the team they were a year ago. 88-66. Jazz down 22 on the Jazz Radio Network. left Jazz down 22. Guys, I'm going to give you a weird analogy here. Thurl Bailey joins us in the AT&T Sports Desk. I'm going to go to my love of life in skiing. And every now and then there's something in skiing that's kind of a yard sale. A guy comes up on a run or a young woman and they make their first turn on an icy run and they slip and they start to slide and a ski comes off and then a pole somewhere, and then another ski comes off, and then a pole. And if you get a really good yard sale, you can have a goggle and a hat and a few other things. And we've generally yard sailed this ball game tonight. That would be what I would say to this. So tonight has been somewhat of a yard sale with four turnovers in the first eight possessions, then into Harden with another ski flying off, and then this, we might have ripped a jacket somewhere along the way, and then you got the most humiliating part of a yard sale is not only does everybody see it from the chairlift, like all of us are watching our guys right now, but then you got to climb back up the hill to pick up all your pieces, and every now and then you slip and fall a few times, and that's... Our night. So you never get all your equipment. You try. You hope somebody comes to help you out. Grayson Allen is in the game. He drives the right side and is fouled. 
So that probably was not something that the Ski Utah Chamber Ooh. of Commerce. Oh. Oh. No foul? No contact at all. It's about three feet between them two. Wow. First free throw from Grayson's no good. So, Thurl, when we last talked to you, the Jazz were down about 15, and now they're down 24. What do you like to add to the broadcast? Thanks, well, Thurl. That was great. What? We'll call you later. <laughs> Grayson's Say second again. Free, free throw is good. What was that, Thurl? I had a hard time hearing you. Oh. I asked you, last time we saw you, we were down 16. Now you join us, we're down 24. What would you like to add to the broadcast? I couldn't add much more than that yard sale. Um, you know, if the Jazz had started the game like they started the second half, we'd have a lot closer game here. Uh, it's just an uphill battle with this team. They're good. Chris Paul They're more than high. good. So I asked, uh, and he's fouled by I asked Mike D'Antoni in our pregame presser, if this year's team is better than last year's. Here's what he said. Well, I think James is having a better year than he did last year. I think Chris is healthy. And yeah, I think we can definitely be better. We haven't proven it yet, but yeah, I think we can be better. You think they're better than they were last year? Yeah, I think they are. I think they've proven that they are. My, my worry was that they weren't going to be as good defensively. But they're pretty, pretty darn good defensive team as well. They may not be a better rebounding team, but when you've got that kind of weapon offensively and James Harden who can get your triple-double. 9-1 run by the Rockets. Grayson Allen drives. Big step and link. Kicks to the corner. Crowder for three. No good. Offensive rebound favors. Back out to Ingles for the dagger three short. Rebound comes down to Chris Paul. Another above the break three miss. Chris Paul razzle-dazzle through the legs. Back to house for his three. No good. Rebound Ingles taps it away from Crowder. Chris Paul dives on it. Ingles dives on Paul. We got a timeout. Rockets. Chris Paul up 25. Diving in the middle of two Jazz players to steal a possession. He's rubbing his knees because he was he was down on his knees there. So. When did he call timeout? He called timeout. Enough time to get it. We'll keep it here. Talk with Thurl. So what do you try to, can Quinn experiment here for the next 13 minutes? I mean, to me, uh, the defense is a major problem, but the offense is a bigger problem. Like, you have not scored on these guys all year. What can you do in the next 13 minutes that gives you something to build off for game three? I think he's been experimenting already. Um, especially on the defensive end. We've seen multiple guys switch, double team, try different things. Uh, on Harden to try to disrupt the key, really, to what Houston's doing. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not sure other than, I mean, because you don't really have time to, to change. You can tweak things on the fly, but it's hard against this team that, that, that you're playing uphill against, and they're just snowballing. I think as Mike D'Antoni, and I think David has said this many, many times there as well, is that, Everything you throw at them, they've probably seen before. And they just make an adjustment there on the fly to make things happen. Meaning this is that everyone is gearing their defense to try to stop James Harden because he's the key or he's the, you know, he, he's the man as far as his offense is concerned because everything goes through him. So they have seen 
every kind of defense that you can imagine from boxing one to a zone to double teaming and you know everything so they're just about ready for everything to throw at them. Chris Paul left side three no good rebound favors. I don't necessarily think they've done a fantastic job defensively on the Jazz. Jazz have just missed a lot of open shots. Chris Paul swipes it away from Derek Favors, who's going to the basket to dunk, and then it rolls out of bounds off the Jazz. Chris Paul accelerating the pace with Harden on the bench, guarded by Grayson Allen, swings it back up top to House, who's really only a dribble drop, a shooter and a dunker. Chris Paul left side, cross court pass to House, stolen by Ingles. Joe comes to the front court, stops outside the three point line, leaves it for O'Neal. Crowder's wide open for three, and he missed it. The Jazz on wide open threes between Rubio and Crowder are one for six tonight. They were one for five in game one. Those two are being left open and they've got to make shots. Rivers drives, favors blocks, out of bounds. A lot of other guys are missing open threes too, but those two specifically are important because you know the game plan is to leave them and they've got to make you pay. Crowder is now two of 13 in the series. And Jay was not great to close the year either. 92-67, inbound to Rivers right side. Rivers on the, er, excuse me, Allen on the defense. Rivers fires over the top of him and hits. 95-67. The Jazz have been outscored by 60 points in seven quarters of this series. Man. The Rockets with 16 made three-pointers. Three for Allen is offline badly. The quarter comes to a close before the Rockets can get another shot off. The other night, after three quarters, the score was 83-71. Tonight, we're not that tight. Thurl, enjoy the post-game show. Thank you, guys. It is 95-67 Rockets on the Jazz Radio Network. trailing this series two games to none heading home for a matchup Saturday night in front of the home crowd and we're about to find out how valuable the home crowd is because if they can make up 60 points in seven quarters they're pretty valuable well I, I think if the Jazz have a good pretty good fourth quarter you know they'll have something to build on I think going into in the game three in Salt Lake City so Jazz three-point shooting in the series are 12 of 57. Wow. Rockets were the second best team in the NBA defending the three. When I asked Mike D'Antoni, he said it was luck. Well, it doesn't feel like luck. Their record was pretty close to the same this year as it was last year. And, and they're thinking that it's a better team this year, right? Yeah, I don't think their record was the same after their slow start, but after the second half of the season, they showed signs of being the same as last year. Last year's well, team was the number one seed and great all year long. Ingles lobs to Favors and he dunks. Well, I they, mean, when, they were, when their record 53 wins this year. 
Yeah, and last year they were 65. 65, yeah. It's 95-69. Remember, they were a Chris Paul hamstring and a cold shooting game seven away from winning the title last year, and they think they are better this year. George Niang is in the game, guarding Eric Gordon, spinning. Gordon Great travels. Game. Great defense by George Niang. Jazz closed the quarter cold. They're down to 36% shooting. And, Ron, the story to me of the series, everyone's going to talk about the defense and Harden, but I'll tell you what, the Jazz inability to score to me is much bigger story. The offensive rating a 93 through three quarters again tonight. Ingles, jabs left, gives it up top to Allen. Grayson penetrates, draws the foul, puts it off the window, no. I mean, it's hard to say what's a bigger issue, right? That seems a little bit absurd. But the Jazz defense offensive rating at through three quarters in game one was a 95. Tonight it's a 93. What does that mean? That means that's how many points are going to score for 100 possessions. But here's the thing. The Rockets offense for the season is a 118. So even if we have a brilliant defensive game and keep them like to 110 or 108, that would be an unbelievable defensive game. We're still going to get crushed. Grayson hits the free throws. That's so the until that offense needs to improve. Until the offense improves, all the other conversations to me are irrelevant. 95-71, Chris Paul. And the daunting thing is in the regular season, the Jazz couldn't score against the Rockets. And last year in the playoffs, the Jazz couldn't score against the Rockets. Left corner, House misses the three. The Jazz, George Niang affected it, but an offensive rebound to the Rockets. Chris Paul penetrates, flares it out to House. Right corner, Gerald Green. Blows by Niang, big steps to the lane, hangs off the left foot, misses, favors clears. May not see James Harden again tonight with the Jazz down 24. Here's Donovan driving Harden, gets fouled. Derek Favors with 12 rebounds. Derek Favors has been really good tonight. Derek Favors has played, as you talked about, has played the Rockets well. Ron, you keep making a comment on the broadcast that we've got to speed up. Connor Varney, who does some pretty incredible statistical work for us, just sent me a text a few moments ago. The Jazz, this was as of halftime. The Jazz average offensive possession this year was 13 seconds long. In game one, it was 14. In this game, it's been nearly 16. Great. That's a that's huge difference. Big difference. Free throw, no good. Rebound tipped out of bounds. Jazz ball. So within nine seconds, we've always thought, David, at least you know when I played, that the defense breaks down within eight seconds. It would good ball movement and moving your body. I think early offense for the Jazz, pushing the ball up the floor. But... Not much of a foul. Jazz have Neto, or Allen, excuse me, Ingles, Mitchell, Niang, and Favors on the floor with 10-15 to play, down 95-71. Paul in the lane, out to House. House is in the mid-range, that makes him uncomfortable, so he throws it away. Turnover to Ingles. Ahead to Donovan. 
Bobbles it out of bounds. Got knocked away by House at the last second. Ninety-five, seventy-one. Ingles will inbound it under the basket. Throws it up top to Allen. Grayson. After four years at Duke, his second playoff experience of the year. He played G League playoffs this year. Yang drives, gets in trouble. Pass knocked away by Fareed. The G League championship was won at, by the Rio Grande team. It's the Rockets affiliate, and. The, they honored them at halftime tonight. Left corner, Donovan trying to go one-on-one. -on -one. Nowhere to go. Donovan's been in a bit of solitude tonight without much success coming his way. 95-71, he misses the three. Well, when they key on Donovan, and no one else is doing the job. I'm really helping out. Donovan, 5 of 18. Donovan with a steal. Donovan comes to the front court. Chess it to Allen. Catch and shoot. Too long. A little Jazz bit different. now 5 of 32 from 3. Sorry, Ron. What were you going to say? Well, Donovan needs help. You know, when they key on him, not like keying on James Harden where well, he makes it. I mean, that's where, you know, I'm not trying to zero in on one guy, but the Rubio... Uh, Crowder, one of six from three tonight is a problem on the wide open threes. Grayson Allen, wide open corner three, no good. Jazz had their third worst shooting night of the year last game, and this one's far worse. This will go down as the Jazz worst shooting night of the year. And you wonder what the Rockets are doing to cause it. Chris Paul, step back, no good. Niang rebounds. He rolls the minivan to the front court with the seven kids in the car. He rolls to the window, and his tire falls off, and he comes up short. And Derek Favors' tire literally came off as he puts his shoe back on, and the ball gets tapped around, and it's razzle-dazzle, and, and Grayson has it. He throws it to Niang, and he drops it. Back to Favors, and Favors dunks. Finally. Somehow, all of that ended up with the kids getting home safely. The minivan was without a tire. Derek was able to pick it up and put the tire back on. The roadside service, huh? That's right. Derek's there for you on call. Eric Gordon fouled on the near side. 97-73. Jazz down by 24 with eight minutes left. And see. James Harden will check back in. Rudy Gobert. Checks back in, and so does Rubio. So one last push here by the Jazz. And hopefully, and, and Quinn hope is a big believer in if you can get something here, lob to Capella, blocked by O'Neal out of bounds, actually got a foul. Um, the Quinn's a big believer that if you can, you can gain some confidence here. He believes losing by 20 or 30 while irrelevant in the series hurts your psyche. So he would like to cut this down a little bit. Yeah. Capella will go to the line after the foul there. 97-73, the Jazz are down 24 with 7.52 left. We certainly appreciate you staying with us and listening to the broadcast tonight. We like to know someone's out there, so it's super nice of you to take the time with us on an unfortunate evening. 
for the Jazz. Timeout, Jazz down 97-73 on the Jazz Radio Network. What up? What, what, what's happening in the association? It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. 91-89, seven on the shot clock, 104 on the game clock. Bogdanovich against Horford, drives, cradles the ball. Horford blocks the shot clean. Jalen Brown kicks to the corner for a Tatum three. Good. Oh, bang. And the Celtics have the lead with 44 seconds to go in game two. Tatum, step back on Bogdanovich, now starts his drive, finds the cutter. Gordon Hayward puts the Celtics up by three with 12 seconds to play. Trigger with 12.1 to go in Indiana, down three, inbound, oh. thrown away. Hayward finds Al Horford looking for Tatum as a cutter, two-hand slam, and they give the foul, but not until Jason Tatum seals game two. Woo, man. Seven seventy-three. Jazz are down twenty-four with seven fifty-two left. If you're just tuning in tonight, we do appreciate you taking the time with us. Maybe you were working or out with the family. Jazz fell behind early. They were sloppy to start. Turned it over on four of their opening eight possessions. Went down twelve to four. Then Harden just got rolling and dominated the game early. Scored seventeen points, had four rebounds and four assists. That led to eleven points in the first quarter, and led, they led it thirty-nine nineteen at the end of one. It was pretty much done. And has never really been much of a game since then. The Jazz haven't really even made a surge to make it close. It was 70-44 to 44 at the end the half, and we've stayed there much of the night. That's your America First game summary brought to you by America First for the finest in financial services. Get America First. Ricky Rubio on a nice back cut, but misses a layup. Jazz have missed an inordinate amount of layups tonight as well. Harden dancing, lost the ball. It scoots over to the, his teammate, Amon Shumpert, picked up from Sacramento. They rebuilt this team halfway through the year. Here's Harden, left side, goes back outside the three-point line. Six on the shot clock. Slides by O'Neal, lobs to Capella, gets undercut and finishes. James Harden's looking for that triple-double right now because society cares about that for some silly reason. His lack of, his, his point four off an assist once in his career cost him a MVP that went to a less deserving Russell Westbrook. And after watching tonight, it's hard to imagine that Giannis Antetokounmpo really should be the MVP. Well, I'll tell you what, if I had a vote, he would definitely get it. I mean, this performance tonight, if this is what he's been doing every night, has been just a masterpiece. 100 to 73. Donovan with a left-hand dribble, runs into three guys, gives it out to O'Neal. He breaks the paint, goes to the window, hangs and packs it with a right hand. And Mama O'Neal is somewhere in the crowd, jumping up and down, cheering on her boy. Yeah, I watched her walk down the stairs right here, so she's pretty close. She and Kristen did a nice story today. Here's Harden at the top. Here he goes, in and out, right-hand dribble. Gets into his crouch, drives to the basket, floats the left-hander too hard. Rebound, Gobert. Outlet to Rubio. Jazz trying to run to Niang. Steps behind the three-point line. Fires the three. Swish! Oh, he put the minivan in drive again. 100-78. Jazz down 22 with 6.28 to play. Harden at the top. Gets in his crouch. Now explodes to the basket. Lobs to Capella. Knocked away by Gobert. Picked up by Rubio. Out to O'Neal. Royce right down the middle again. Lays it up and in. Royce O'Neal's got the rolls. Royce rolling. 20-point gain. Well, that last pass there by James Harden, that was was his triple-double pass there. Here's Harden driving, looking for his triple-double. Flares it out to Tucker. Right side three is no good. Teammates aren't helping him out. Tucker getting the rebound, pumped out of bounds by Mitchell. Donovan 
or James Harden is trying to get that triple-double. Truly, James Harden lost the MVP to Russell Westbrook on a year where Harden was far more deserving because Russell Westbrook was the first one to average a triple-double. But what's so silly about that is what Harden averaged that year. It was seriously a bizarre obsession with round numbers. First free throw from Tucker is good. That season, James Harden averaged 29 points, 8.1 rebounds, and 11 assists. Like, what? So he's 1.9 rebounds short. Like, somehow that made his season less good? Last year, he won the MVP. And this year, I don't think he will, despite an incredible 36 points a game. And was able to do it with so many injuries. Ricky Rubio pull up jumper at the top of the key is no good. He's 5 of 14 tonight. Let's see what he does here. Here's Harden. He's got nine assists to go with 13 rebounds, 32 points. Harden lines it up. He's got George Niang guarding. Brings it back to the left hand. Now through the legs twice. Hesitates. Dancing. Putting on a show. Stepping back. Firing and missing the three. Rebound, Capella and Donovan jousting, and Donovan has it. Donovan scoots out of traffic, loses the dribble because Harden knocks it away. He's number two in the league in deflections. Out to Rubio. Rubio to the window for a wide open layup, and he makes this one. Nice job there by Rudy Gobert. Screening. Jazz cut it down to 20. You can hear the crowd behind us. They have a really cool beer section and kind of bar behind us. No one's watching this anymore. No one's watching it. It is a bar party behind us now. That's probably more interesting to do play-by-play of than the game. Now they'll take a look at the big screen momentarily and... No, they're not taking their eyes off their targets, Ron. <laughs> Is that the... <laughs> they, they've got ambitions and hopes and dreams tonight. Tonight's going to be the night, Ron Boone. You think? At least some of these guys think. I'm looking around. <laughs> She's wearing a Harden jersey. I'm wearing a Harden jersey. I had a chance. Oh, it's that kind of party. That kind of party. All right. Foul called on the Jazz at the top. Royce O'Neal hit Austin Rivers with a little bit of a pick. They huddled about it for a moment and now have moved on. There will not be Little Caesars Pizza for you tonight. I'm sorry. The Jazz only scored 90 points in game one. Right now at 82 with 4.55 to go. This is my point. The offensive rating now is a 93, but these are irrelevant minutes. If the Jazz cannot solve the offensive issue that they have against the switching defense of the Houston Rockets, they are they cannot get back in this series. That for first and foremost, that is the issue. Jazz are shooting 37% from the field and 18% from three. We've talked so much about the above the break three that the Jazz get against the Rockets and cannot make it. In the third quarter, they were one of seven on above the break. In the second quarter, they were two of eight. And in the first quarter, they were one of six. Do the math on that combined for four of 21. And that's incredible. Four of 21, they are now 
26 of 121 against the Rockets this year on above the break threes. Ron, what is that? Are, are these uncontested threes? Mostly, it feels yeah. like to me. Royce O'Neal penetrates. Rubio, wide open left corner three, and he got it, but that's a left corner three. It still counts for three. It doesn't count less, but it's not the same shot we're talking about. 104 to 85. Jazz trying to find something to build off. Down by 2019 with 4.30 left. I didn't bring my abacus tonight. Harden penetrates, kicks to Tucker, rotates to Rivers. Crowd oohs and ahs as they want the triple-double too. And a lob pass inside to Freed. He's held by Rubio. You can hear the remaining crowd knows Harden is an assist short of a triple-double. And when Tucker did not take that shot and move the ball, there was like this, oh... Because whenever you're trying as hard as he is to get it, you don't get it. It gets awfully difficult. Not sure he should be on the floor, to be quite honest. How about Freed for this team? Well, how about Daryl Morey just rebuilding the team, right? Yes, totally just rebuilding. Daryl Morey changed out the rooming list and added some new people. Kenneth Fareed, Austin Rivers, Daniel House, Amon Shumpert, Donovan having a hard time with this one. Now recollects it. Retreats in the dribble. 5 of 18 for Donovan. 1 of 7 from 3. Cross-court pass from Rubio to Niang. No good. Offensive rebound. Gobert. 1 dribble. Brings it down. Kicks it out. O'Neal gives it up to Donovan. He'll catch and shoot an open 3 and miss. Not open, but a good look. And Donovan just wasn't missing those before the playoffs. 1 of 8. Jazz above the break 3 right there. No good. 7 of 37 on the night. Harden trying to get the triple-double. Turns it over. Fast break. Yang lays it up and in. The only comical part about this is the... And there it is. Harden finds free cherry-picking for the triple-double. And the fans... And it's so interesting that this fan base, of all fan bases, would be that excited about it. And immediately, who's coming in the ballgame? Uh, that is Daniel House. Daniel House. Rubio driving. Reverse layup short. He is about one of seven on layups tonight. No-look pass by Harden to Freed, going to dunk, and he's fouled. And then Freed, did Freed hurt himself? You know, he barely got there. I, I think mean, he might have hurt his shoulder trying yeah. to dunk that. Yeah, he, he barely got there. With, You're absolutely and, right, Ron. When he doesn't get there, his shoulder gets caught up. His finger may have gotten caught in the net there as well. Watch this, David. It's on the replay. He barely gets there because he's pushed in the middle. No, not in the net. He ended up... I don't think he's rim. all right. Let's see. He's slow to get up. He is not using his right arm at all right now. See if he turns out to be all right. Timeout on the floor. We'll take it as well. Jazz down 107-87 on the Jazz Radio Network. to 87. Thank you to Rick Allison, who's still listening to the broadcast. Scott Smiley, and above the break three is when you take look at the three-point line. It goes out straight, and then it breaks into the half circle. So it's anything above that half circle 
is the above the break three, but thanks for asking. 107.87, appreciate you guys listening, saying hi on Twitter. I haven't checked my mentions in a while. And what is the playoff historic low for three-point shooting in the series? We're, we're working at it. Thank you to Dirt Jr. Seven for 37. So thank you very much for listening. Chad Kelly thinks we should double and take the ball out of Harden's hands late in the shot clock. Well, might have to be the answer, but they have other guys that are pretty good. It is a historically great offensive team. And it is awfully hard to defend. Fareed's first free throw is good. Second free throw is good. He looks like he's all right. Adrian Leiser, our engineer, says it looks like he got hit in the head more than the shoulder. Neto, Allen, Niang, O'Neal, and Udo on the floor for the Jazz with three minutes to play. Royce has been very good. Drives the baseline. Pass deflected, and the official, Tony Brown, goes over the top of the cameraman and foul, falls on top of him. Jazz fell early tonight. They committed turnovers on four of their first eight possessions. We're down 14 to four and then trailed by 20 at the end of one. Eight for 25 in that first quarter. Hey, Ron, we've played them even since the first quarter. Is that our positive? Ramon Shumpert misses a shot. You're not going there. I didn't think so either. Here. Neto has struggled in this series. Has not been able to have the positive impact he had before. Played just two minutes. Inside to Udo. He'll put up an eight-foot floater, and Epe misses. 2.25 to play. Jazz will be down two games to none. Warriors and the Clippers are tied at one apiece. And the winners will match up, and it might be the series of the playoffs if things don't change. And I think most people would start taking the Rockets right about now if this in any indication. Grayson drives in the lane, nifty little step back, and he hit it. Got down right under the basket, put his right foot down, let the shot blocker go up, and then kind of push back, create room, which he is a new move he has not had before. Grayson might, if you believe Grayson can make shots, he might need to play. I don't know instead of whom or how, but. Ingles one of six, Mitchell one of eight, Rubio one of three, Crowder one of six, Allen 0 for three, frankly, from three, Cephalosha 0 for one, and the Jazz seven of 37 from three. Corver got a chance to play. He was 0 for two, only got two minutes. Got his shot blocked. Still nursing at knee. And the, yeah, Kyle Corbett, tough series for Kyle Corbett. Jazz throw it in the back. Be interesting to see in the last series, the Jazz went to Jay Crowder in the starting lineup against the Rockets. We'll see whether or not they do at some point here. Right side. Three from Austin Rivers is no good. 114 to 89 with 130 to play. Grayson Allen penetrates and it's foul. Scott Smiley comes back wanting to know why is the above the break three more important than others? It's not as high of a uh, percentage shot. Teams take away the corner and they take away the rim and that's usually the next pass is to the high quadrant three. The other thing is if you can make the high above the break three, if you can make that it also stretches the defense even further. And that's the shot you get 
a little bit more in transition than you do in other parts of the game. That trailer. Grayson Allen hits the free throw after being fouled, 114 to 90. Jazz lost the first one by 32. They're down by 24 here, but it was a 20, never been as low as 32. Now it's 116 to 90 with a minute left. Grayson in the lane, draws the foul and scores. Harkenstein is on the floor for the Rockets. He was the MVP of the G League Finals. So the Jazz will be home on Saturday. Tickets are available at utahjazz.com. Come out and support the guys. And see if they can, they say that Charles Barkley said a million times in a row during a playoff series, the playoff series never starts until the road team wins a game. And then John Stockton hit a shot at the buzzer in the playoffs series ended. So I guess it never started. Donate blood with AREP Blood Services. They need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients who need a life-saving blood. Don't let another day go by without helping someone that needs you right now. Check out utahblood.org. Harkenstein scores. Allen penetrates. Bounces in the end. Rotates to O'Neal for three. It's good. So Royce O'Neal has a nice night with 16. Your Zions bank starters. Rubio 17. Favors 14. Gobert 11. Mitchell 11. Ingles 7. But the Jazz leave Houston without answers and lots of questions. Push ahead. Howell Neto going to the window. Misses the, makes the layup. 118-98. And that'll do it. The Jazz lose the opening two games in the series by 52 points. Is it possible to lose a game 118 to 98 and have it not be this close? It just happened, yes it is. <laughs> I mean, that might be the best way to sum this up. So the Jazz lose by 20. We're joined now by Jake Scott, Britton Johnson, Tim Lacombe, and what other, other cast of characters have come in for the Emotional help. <laughs> you need some emotional assistance, David? I mean, honestly, no, because it's, like, been over for so long that it's not one that you really particularly worry about, frankly. I, mean, I don't mean to be, like... I mean, right, as of this moment, this is not complicated. Right? Like, Ron, if you, if you lose a close... If you lose a close one or you lose... You know, you're thinking about a few possessions here or there or things of that nature you're you're wondering i don't know what you guys are thinking back in the studio ron just took his rod i mean right now you just have a team that's just way better than we are right i mean i don't mean to be i don't think there's any doubt this team is better and 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 they have all the pieces to to win everything if this game this league and the game itself is built around three-point shooting they have it because they have guys that come off the bench that can knock down threes i don't know if the golden state warriors have that kind of Hour or that kind of, um, uh, of shooting as much as, as the uh, as the Houston Rockets. They're better, but Ron, are you are you scratching your head at all about the the shooting issues with the Jazz? Well, they open looks right in the first I half. I wasn't I wasn't until you, until you get exposed, you know, and they have exposed exposed the Jazz to the point where we're wondering if the Jazz 
if they have an offense at all against this team. They can't get good looks. They can't break the paint. We don't have a player like a James Harden or Chris Paul, someone that can that can play off the dribble and 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 play one on one. Well, just just to the point where they isolate and, and can get to the basket. Why has this gone on with a bad shooting against the Rockets all year? So they came in tonight. They are now on the above the break three. So the three-point line has a break and then a half circle. On those threes, the Jazz are now 27 of 126 this year hmm. against the Rockets. But weren't there a few? Were you happy with some of the corner threes in the first quarter, second quarter as well? Well, I mean, the first two threes of the game are Derek Favors from a corner three. Everyone in the yeah. world is going to give you that. He's the worst shooter in the NBA from three. I mean, I'm not. That's not his fault. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's just that. That's a fact. He's he's the worst shooter that took as many threes as he did in the NBA. Mm. I felt like they were giving Rubio threes. I felt like they gave a lot of guys threes. Uh, David and to Britain's point, you know, I think those are shots. A lot of time knocked down by the Jazz through the regular season, and I don't know if his jitters or what, but nobody hit him tonight. Well, we. We opened this when I when I did my prep and found things I thought were going to be key for the series. We were charting Harden's on our stats guy here. Michael's done a great job for us. We've charted Harden's step backs, how many times he's gone left, and then wide open shots for Ricky Rubio and Jay Crowder because to your point they're not guarding him. Right. And the other night they were one of five, and tonight they were two of seven with one of them coming here just a minute ago by Rubio. Hart, I mean. So they were one of seven in game one. They were two of seven tonight in wide open threes from those two guys. That, that, that'll stymie your offense. You, you know what's fascinating about this team is that their offense is, is just that good. And if they didn't have a defense, they would probably still win a ton of ball games. But their defense is just as good as anyone's in the, in the NBA right now. By the way, James Harden's first quarter? It was a long time ago? <laughs> holy. Holy whatever. Yeah, holy yeah. <laughs> 17 and two threes. Three threes. I mean, Matt Bullard came by to us at halftime, does their TV, says it's been like this every night. If that's truly what it's been like every night, then it's a travesty he's not going to win the MVP. Because that, like, Quinn Snyder said it perfectly. He's artificial intelligence. <laughs> he is making, he reads everything. His, his, he made the perfect read on every play of the first quarter, Ron. Yeah, and, and, and Britton, these are the comments coming from Mike D'Antoni. He doesn't worry about James Harden. He says he'll figure it out. Yeah. So regardless of what defense you throw at him, and they've seen it all, he lets Harden figure it out. And give and the coach, and Ron, give the coach credit because he's probably, there was probably an uncomfortable period where he had to decide, I've got to let James hold the ball for a long time. You're so right about that. Hold the ball for a long time because most coaches are like, okay, well, you're not doing anything. Swing it. Get rid of it after a while. And there was probably several losses where he had to hold his tongue on it. But you let a guy hold the ball that long and, and like Quinn's saying, art, what was artificial, artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. You not, start to grow this intelligent behavior that most guys probably wouldn't get the opportunity to get. And, and if, if he wasn't good in the short clock, he probably wouldn't let him do that. Yeah. But he is definitely good in it's the short clock. insane. I mean, five, six seconds on the clock doesn't mean anything because he's not going to get in a hurry. He knows his signature shots or his signature moves, and he can get it off. Guys, here's a crazy one. 
The Jazz did this defense that seemed like ridiculous, right? They jumped on his outside shoulder and like made him into a driver. Like it seems crazy. He went five of 11 on step backs tonight. He averages 40% on step backs. It's one point, every time he takes a step back, it's 1.2 points. Jeez. So give me an example of what David's talking about now. How many threes did he have in, in the game one? 10. How many did he make? Is he four of ten? No. Three of ten? Five of ten? I don't know. I have my. Don't here have we my, go, right here. I have it right here. Look he, right. I have last night's box score. Right, or he is four of ten. It was four of ten under only ten attempts. But 14, he made 14 of 14 points of his 29 points came because the Jazz was pushing him into the paint. And that's what they wanted to give, give up and not the three. And tonight they didn't give that up. And they, they changed the way they're doing it. He went six of 13 from three and five of 11 on step backs. I don't think that works either. Didn't look to shoot in the fourth quarter. Right, and he wanted to assist late. Yeah. Well, and the way he's passing the ball too, I mean, like you say, he's just really, he's unguardable right now. And it's not just the Jazz, it's the whole league. I mean, the year he put together, he's pretty much unguardable. The balance the balance he must be playing with to be able to make those reads that quickly and always be able to make the plays. And by the way, he's only averaging 30 points in this series, six below his average. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's averaging 33 against the Jazz during the course of the year. So, right. yeah. Well, the Jazz what are going to have to figure out a miracle, I suppose, before Saturday, right? Well, let's Tim Lacombe. Yes, sir. You've been the most recent coach in this room. You've never coached against someone like James Harden. No offense to Rory Hashikawa or whatever his name was in Gonzaga. <laughs> we actually did play against Harden. He went to the line 21 times. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, like, from a coaching standpoint, like, what, like Quinn has come up with one plan. It looked, it looked weird, so it didn't work. Honestly, I feel like that's what happened is it looked so strange and it didn't work great, and so then the players don't love it, right? So you got to kind of let them be them, and so they kind of want this, and they did this, and this didn't work. So what do you possibly do now? It, it, that's a great question, and I'm glad I'm not the one that has to make the decision and be be held accountable to it um, because the bottom line in that first quarter, not only making shots, but he, he hit the, the lob, he hit the, the opposite corner for a three, and then you know the Jazz sunk in strong side, and he hit the, the strong side wing for a three. I mean, it's just then they turned it over. There, there's no answer. You'd have to morph Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell's athleticism into a body because you need length and you need extreme athleticism in order to guard what James Harden does. But does, I will, it doesn't exist. I will say he's better than anybody we played in the WCC. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> That's fair. He's better than anyone the Jazz have played in the NBA this year. Yep. All right, guys. Well, great call tonight, and uh, we'll see you back here in Salt Lake City, huh? See you guys. There you go. That's Locke and Boone from Houston. The Jazz fall uh, down two games to none in their best of series, seven series against the Rockets. They lose 118-98. to 98. We're talking about it coming up next. It's your Jazz Game Night postgame show on the Zone Radio Network.